Welcome to the Waves Ministry Podcast. My name is Caroline Hare, and I'm the founder of Waves Girls Conference. We have girls conferences for girls ages 12 to 22 in the States as well as internationally. Our mission and vision is to encourage and equip young women to start making waves for Christ in their homes, community, and in the world. We hope that through this podcast that we can bring messages and words of life, wisdom, and hope through the Word of God, life issues, and help girls know their true identity and calling. Well, hey girls, welcome to the Waves Ministry Podcast. We are so excited to be in season three of this Waves Ministry Podcast, and we are so excited to be doing this mini series on if my journey could teach you anything. And every week we've had different people come on to our podcast to discuss about identity and calling and what they've learned in their journey and life in general and in their faith. And so today we have a special guest named Reverend Jen Tringale, and we are so excited to have her with us today. Hey, Jen. Hey, thanks so much for having me on. I love you guys. I love waves. I love everything y'all do. I'm your greatest fan. So I'm looking forward to this. This is going to be fun. Yes. Well, we are so excited to have you back. Girls, you might remember Jen from 2018. She came to our Waves Destin conference and she rocked the house and just speaking some word and truth and praying for girls. And um, we just, we love Jen. And so thank you so much for being a part of this today. We're excited to have you back. Um, Jen, I know from, from my past experience with you, and some of you girls already know a lot about you, but you've written books, you've talked with heads of state, you've done women's conferences all over the world, literally even in Grenada. I remember you, the videos of that conference and how beautiful that was. Uh, but y'all, she is just a powerhouse. She loves Jesus. She loves people. And she loves just to speak truth and wisdom and, and just the word of life over people. But tell us a little bit more about you and your ministry. Wow. Well, all those things you said were so nice. I'm like, who is, who is that person? Um, yeah, you know, I, I grew up, I was thankful to grow up in a Christian home. I think I probably grow up, grew up like just a typical church kid. You know, I didn't grow up in a minister's home. My parents weren't pastors. Um, but, um, strong believers, you know, uh, we were a family of four kids. I was the oldest, the only girl. And uh, my mother is just, uh, from the South, her whole family's from the South. And my dad is like a classic New York Italian. <laughs> and so, and we grew up in Kentucky in the South. So we called ourselves Southern Italian. So we kind of like, we were allowed dominating tribe everywhere we went just by sheer number of us and volume Italians are loud southerners are not quiet people so but it was a a great way to grow up you know we grew up in church my um, uncle was the children's pastor my aunt and uncle my grandmother was the church secretary for a while um, and so our, our family, we, all we knew was just being involved and being a part and serving. And we weren't there again, because of position, right. we were just there because of purpose. And so, you know, for years, I can remember my mom running like, uh, the girls programs and my dad helped with the guys and they were always involved in hospitality. And so you know, that was just sort of our lives. And so 
I remember have, having an encounter with God at church camp, because that's what church kids do <laughs> in the summer. Right. They get shipped off to church camp, and I did not want to go, but man, I'm so thankful that they, there was just such a heart and a calling, really, on this church camp for kids to have an encounter with the reality of God and to, and to have a moment of discovery of God's plan for their life. And so that happened at 10 years old. Now, I'm not saying I left church camp knowing this is exactly what I'm called to be, but I left with this sense of, I now know my life is not my own. You know, I've been bought with a price and I got to spend the rest of my life finding out what that, that purpose, that call wow, that God has for me is. And so I didn't know what the ministry was. It was never about a system of ministry or a title or a position. It was just sort of that I can't just go to college and do whatever's going to make me money or what I think might work out. I've, I've got to make decisions based on this purpose that God had in mind when he made me. And whatever that is, I just know I got to spend my life doing it. So that was kind of my beginnings. Eventually that wound up leading me to, um, attend Bible college. Yeah. And then it, it just really ever since then, to be honest with you, has just been, what's the will of God for me today? Right. And sort of that daily journey. And I guess, you know, you look back and realize you're, you're making your life out of that. And that's definitely what it's been like for me. That's beautiful. You know, I can relate with that personally. I know getting a call into ministry as a teenager, it's like, wow, but it doesn't matter whether you know what your purpose and your call and your mandate is as a teen or whether it's when you're in your twenties or later, it's that daily surrender. I love that. Um, it's so true. So I know this has been such a weird year, Jen. I mean, just a weird, weird year. I know like Waves was destined or we were planning to launch a Europe conference in November and that has been postponed wow. for the moment. But yeah. I will say normally we are both kind of on the road traveling, doing things. And I know like you have still been doing that some, but whenever it comes to being on a flight, on a car ride, I know I like some jams. So I want to know, like, what is your go-to, like, pick-me-up tune um, for a road trip? I've got to know this. I feel like I might know, but I, I'm just really... Right, right, right. <laughs> well, first of all, I love that question. I am so impressed with this question. I don't think anybody's ever asked me that before. <laughs> and it's true. It's such a fun, I mean, don't you feel like you, you learn to know somebody a lot kind of based on, yeah. you know, what that is. So I love that. Um, I think probably like you, I have like four or five different directions. Uh-huh the South. I wouldn't call myself a country music fan, but I kind of have the country vibe. And then there's just like that summer jam yeah. vibe. And then there's the one that you're just like crying and having <laughs> your moment with God. And yes. Yeah. So all of those. So I will start and go with just tried and true. And it's, it's gonna just a little bit date me just a little because like anybody over the age of 20 years old is going to be like, who is she even talking about? But I don't care. I don't okay. care. I will say it anyway. Embrace it. 
yeah. So growing up church kid in the 90s was when um, Christian recording artist Amy Grant hit the pop music world. And she had this number one hit, Grammy nominated, thank you very much, like I sang it, whatever, um, called Baby Baby. And anyway, I was like massive Amy Grant fan. Like she had the gorgeous hair. She wore the cool like leopard print jackets, which are back in style, I might add. Praise the Lord. Praise <laughs> the Lord. And um, so, yeah, so Amy Grant, Heart in Motion, Baby Baby, she had a project before that that has been like, I don't know. It's just been one of like my lifelong, it just always seems to fit the moment. And it's a song of hers. And I hope all of you listeners Google this, <laughs> um, but it's a song of hers called All Right. Ooh, yeah. And it's kind of one of her like lesser known, but the words and the, it's just like the whole thing is like, basically when it's all falling apart, it's, you just learn over a lifetime. It's going to be all right. It's going to be all right. So, yeah. So it gets me through, but I think some of my, um, like just to be more fun and, and shallow, um, there's a couple of songs that I'm like, is this song ever not going to make you feel good? Um, and now I'm trying to think of it because I just the other day I was like, oh, can't stop the music. Oh, that's Justin Timberlake. Yes. That I've just the other day, I was actually on a, a mini road trip and that song was on and I was like, I think this song is always going to have be vibey for generations. Absolutely. You know, it's like, it's always, it's always, always going to be good. Yeah. And then you just need that one road trip ballad that you sing at the top of your lungs and act like you can hit those notes. Yes. You know, like Whitney Houston or Mariah Carey. It's probably, I'm probably more of a Whitney girl myself. So yeah, can, a little, I will Mariah, like you. See, me yeah. and Mariah can get after okay. it. Okay. Just saying. Yeah. But I will tell you, I, know, I think I might have texted you this at one point, but when I was in middle school, I was in a choir. It was my one-time experience. Oh, I love this story. One-time experience where I sang back up to Amy on Tinder Tennessee Christmas and <laughs> at this like gala. And I remember like the next year I didn't make the choir because my, I can't carry a tune to save my life. But I was like, I peaked in the sixth grade. Like I peaked, <laughs> like that was it. <laughs> but I, mean, I will say like when I listen to Tender Tennessee Christmas, like all is right with the world. Like right? there's some yeah. girls, if you have not listened to Amy, like you need to go bring it, bring to. it to Spotify, yeah. like go look her up. Your life will be just great. Yeah. And she's just, she's just got that cool vibe. As you know, we had her as a guest on my podcast, yes. which was like, I'm pretty sure that was the peak for me. Like, <laughs> you know, we and could girl, have... We could have the first lady. We could have, it, it would be like, yeah, but we had Amy Grant. So, <laughs> so yeah, but it was, but she's just, you're right. Because she's just one of those people. She's just got that very laid back vibe. And so everything she says sounds incredibly profound, Right. but it, it usually is. She's just, she's just great. Yeah. So you can't, you can't go wrong with that. We're schooling people today yes, is what we we're are. Doing. 
Yes. Thank you for giving us a little peek into your road trip uh, nature. <laughs> I love that. So I know you've told us a little bit about your journey, um, just in the faith and, and life and that sort of thing. But what is a specific area of your life that you feel like you could say, you know what, that area has been a journey for me? Mm, that's a really good question. You know, this comes to mind because it would it truthfully has been a journey and I was just in a conversation um, with a friend about this right before uh, you and I were talking and and I think it's been the journey of timing mm. and that's you know that can be a big topic in a general sense but I just think there's something about the journey of learning uh, how powerful right timing is yeah. and yet doesn't it seem like the hardest thing in the world to wait for it um so it's like it's so weird it's like you are just always on this sort of journey of like enjoying the the beautiful experiences that come out of being in right timing right smack into the angst of waiting on that right timing in whatever arena of life that you're is and you're in and what i have found and i think honestly has helped me grow is understanding that on this side of heaven we're never going to graduate out of that process of right timing that there's not this moment and i think sometimes we think this that we're just trying to reach this place and eventually we will where everything in our life is at perfection and we'll finally go, oh, well now I can just sit back and enjoy it. But the truth is on this side of heaven, um, that whole everything being perfect, everything's always in a state of growth. People in our lives are in a state of growth. We're in a state of growth. Good. And so the, the lesson is why wait for that unattainable moment to take that deep exhale right. just go ahead and take it now because you can take the deep exhale knowing god is working all things to my good that's so good and yeah i think that's been uh, the journey for me and i'll i'll add one thing to that a good friend of mine i just heard her say and i was like it was one of those like your brain explodes and you went oh man i just want to sit and stare at a wall and think about that but she she made this statement she said um everything that you're going to get in life is going to come from one of two things it's either going to come as a gift from god or it's going to come by growth Ooh, girl right write that down that's good yeah it's either gonna come as a as a gift in your life from the lord or it's gonna come by growth and when she said that i was like it's like your life this far kind of flashes before your eyes and i just went man if that isn't true if you start thinking about all the different areas you can you can really prioritize which ones they came through that's good that's so it's good. so true yeah, it's so true. And what it did for me is it immediately motivated me in my growing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, 
to not realize to it, not to be frustrated with it. Right. But to work with it and kind of perks you up and goes, Oh, okay. Well, how can I grow right now? <laughs> you know, rather than just sit back in wait mode and frustrated, you know, that whole thing, like, God, I trust you and I thank you for your gifts, but that growth thing is more on me. Let's work together. How can I grow? And I love the motivation that that truth that my, my friend was sharing brought. It's very motivating and gets, you know, so much in motion in our creativity, in our discipline, in our let's, let's get busy doing this. I, I just love everything that 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 truth evokes. That's so good. I love that. You know, whenever I hear you talk about that, I think about, you know, as a teenager and as even a college student, I remember being frustrated with the timing of things, you know, whether, and, and whenever you are in that 12 to 22 range that, that our waves girls are, they're constantly looking forward to, I can't wait till I can drive. I can't wait till prom. I can't wait till I graduate. Yeah. And the timing thing. So what from your journey and timing do you think from that past season could you teach them that you're like oh i wish i would have this or i i wish i would have held here just out of curiosity yeah um well a moment in my life comes to mind and um i was at a high level of frustration at the time on timing i was in a dating relationship at the time that it was one of those like should i keep investing in this or should i is god in this is it is it just a good thing but it's not a god thing so i was in the middle of that in the call of god on my life i felt like i was coming to the to a frustrating point in the season where i was in where i was going the things that i'm doing right now they're not necessarily the things that I have in my heart to do. And I'm so frustrated. And, and even the place where I was um, serving and place where I was living, it was not just for me naturally one of my favorites. I just felt like I was kind of in the middle of nowhere and it was just kind of a rough spot. And so I had hit this point where internally, and sometimes you can learn a lot if you pay attention to what you're telling yourself on the inside. Maybe you're not vocalizing it yet, but it's the reoccurring, you know, thoughts. And so I had been internally just saying to myself, you know what, maybe I just need to do something and make it happen. Maybe I'm just spinning my wheels. I know what's in my heart and and you know, maybe I, all my friends, I'm looking at them and, and they're doing A, B and C and I'm just being left behind. And, and maybe I just need to quit everything that I've committed to and just throw myself out there. And it got to the point where I just thought, if I don't hear any different, you know what? I think that's, I'm just gonna move myself. <laughs> and so I went to, um, Long story short, I got invited to attend a service, a special service that this church was having friends of ours and they were having a guest speaker. And so I went to that service with this mindset that you're like really not supposed to have. And my mindset was like, I need someone to tell me what to do so bad. Like I know <laughs> we're supposed to hear from God, 
but I just need this total stranger, this guest speaker to be like, thus saith God, do A, B, and C, you know? And so, and it happened to be a woman speaker. And so she's doing this service and don't you know, she starts actually like ministering to people. And she's like, I just sense that God's saying this about you. And I'm like, yes, come over here and do that to me. You know, the whole night, nowhere near me. And so she actually, she's closing the service. She's closing in prayer. And I'm just crestfallen. I'm just like, God, I mean, come on. And so, (laughs) yeah, it was just like, oh. And so all of a sudden, she stops and she leaves the pulpit and she, I'm sitting way over on the left. She walks all the way over to the left and she stands right in front of me. And she says, I do not know you. And I had never met this woman in my life. She said, I do not know you. She said, but when I stand in front of you, she said, it's like, I can see about your life. Um, that this, these great plans that God has for you. And she said, you could launch yourself out there now and step in to the gifts and the talents and the calling God has for you. And she said, and if you did it right now, she said, it would make an impact, but it would be like a firework in the sky here one minute and gone the next. Wow. She said, but God says to you, if you will wait for his timing, then when you do launch out, it'll be him sending you out and you'll have longevity of ministry. Mm. And, and that was it. I'm bawling. Like (laughs) I'm, I'm sobbing because it, it was literally everything I was thinking about doing. And, and so what I learned in that moment was the power of being sent. Whatever it is you're doing is everything. Because if I launch myself out, then I got to make it work. If I send myself, if I quit something to go do something else, then I got to get myself there and I got to make my own position. But when God sends me, it doesn't mean I'm not going to have opposition, but when God sends me, when God says, I want you to get involved in that thing at church. I want you to volunteer with that ministry. I want you to start, you know, praying into this, this concept or these creative juices, or I want you to connect with this friend and start praying together. Whatever it is, when you have the scent on it, it's everything. Because then when the opposition comes, it really is God fighting your battles with you rather than you having to push through because it was your idea in the first place. And so that I think is the biggest lesson for this generation right now. Um, There's so much that's said about your dream and you can be anything you want to be. And I understand the initial idea behind it. But I think there can be a little bit of a misleading in that because the truth beyond that is the big truth is it's not about what I want to dream for me. What was his dream for me before I was even in my mother's womb? Mm. It's not about I can be, you know what? I don't want to be anything I think I can be. 
I have a bigger goal than that. And that is, I want to be, God, what did you have in mind for me to be since you knew me before I took my first breath? That's what, that's what we want to spend our lives doing. And um, when I grabbed hold of that, it was a game changer for me. I bet. It really, it really was. And I'm so grateful now that I didn't just up and move. I'm so grateful now that I didn't quit at the time. I was leading worship at a little church in the cornfields. You know, nobody was giving me a position. Nobody was paying me anything. I was cleaning the bathrooms and weeding the gardens at the church, you know, and I'm so thankful I stayed faithful. I, I love that. You know, I, I think about whenever you did get, cause I'm, cause the thing is, is like you receive a word like that and you're just like, yes, Jesus. Like I know yeah. exactly what to do now. And you know, like, okay, I've got to stay the path. I've got to, I've got to settle yeah. in here and let myself take roots and go through that growth that you were talking about. Yeah. Whenever, but I also know from my own experience, like sometimes you can get windblown in the process as you're trying oh, yeah. to, to stay the path in that. So what kept you encouraged in those moments of weakness where maybe you started to rethink about going down that rabbit trail again? What kind yeah. of you focused and encouraged in those seasons? That's a great question. And you ask that out of experience. I know because you're exactly right. You have that big moment and then five days goes by and you're like, wait, I feel the same way. What was that again? And so, um, and my, the first thing that comes to my mind is staying out of isolation because what kept me was having people in my life. Number one, that I was accountable to that could go now, Jen, don't let your head take you down a road that you have no intention of going. You know, don't let your emotions put you on a train that's going to take you somewhere you know you don't need to be. You know, so I had leaders in my life that I had given what I call call me on the carpet status. That's good. You know, to say like, and so, and when you have those people in your life, it's your responsibility to go to them and say, this is what's going on. It's not their responsibility to hunt you down and say, are you doing okay? Are you having a hard time? I mean, it's awesome when people do that, but those relationships, the benefit is that we go and humble ourselves to them and say, you know, this is what's up. So I, I learned not to stay in isolation. Whenever I stayed isolated, um, it was a lot harder. And then the other people that kept me out of isolation was I had friends in my life whose priorities were the same as mine. Mm. And so we, we would hold each other in place and go, yeah, but remember, you know, all these people we admire, they didn't give up and we can't give up. You know, their life always didn't look Instagram-worthy. So if they're always going to be quitters, you know, we've got to stay the course. And so one of us would be strong when the other one was weak. And I mean, there are times when I would call my friends and I would just go, just tell me what we believe again. I just need to be reminded. And, and as soon as they would start, like, we're called of God and, 
and if and you have to be faithful even when you're in obscurity and God will give you much and I would be like okay that's right that's right I just needed to remember right. so don't you think that that I mean the devil works so hard to try and keep us isolated because every battle looks bigger when you're by yourself absolutely absolutely yeah. I love that you know um whenever I think of of this you've already stated a couple things. I'm like, man, that's such good. Cause girls, I mean, one of the things that we have to make sure we do is not be in isolation. And so some of you have such great opportunities in your youth group and your small groups and your, in your yeah. college ministry to be in accountability with a leader or with a mentor. And, and you're so right. Like I know for myself, I pick up that phone and I'm like, okay, Mona, I'm having a rough day. What do I do? You know? <laughs> and, and I'm so thankful for people that speak truth and love and know how to point you back to the word, point you back to prayer, you know, to ask those questions of what does daddy God say, you know, right. <laughs> and I think you're so right in that, but for you, what has been the biggest change outside of, um, outside of having accountability, what's been the biggest change that you've made as far as timing goes and, and accepting the timing journey? Mm, the biggest change yeah, that you've made to adjust. Yeah. Um, well, I, I think it would probably be again in the way that I was seeing things in my life. And I had to learn, you know, I come from a long line of women that are like, make it happen people, yeah. you know, I mean, we like to have fun. We're not like, you know, but a long line of like, that's a great idea. Let's do it. And here's how we'll do it. And then you just go, go, go. And it's great. And then you, you know, chill for three days. So, so I come from a long line of those. And so I think the biggest change I had to make was recognizing not letting my ambition or my drive to just have activity or to do something or to accomplish something I could not afford to let my ambition or drive run me. That's good. I couldn't let that run me. And I couldn't let comparing myself with what it was looking like was happening in other people's. I couldn't let that run me either. Cause it's so easy to just watch somebody else's life for a minute and go, Oh my gosh, I need to get in motion. Like, you know, Oh my God, they're, all those people just got engaged. Oh my God, I just need to get married quick, you know? And then you just make dumb decisions and you date people you would have never dated. And right. You know, and I just need to make this happen. So forget it. I'm just going to take this job. I'm just going to go to this school because they're going to that school. You know, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna, and whenever you make a decision out of being driven rather than being led, you're always going to pay for it. That's good. So, I, I think I learned the change I had to make was to catch my own self in those thinking patterns and just go, oh, wait a second. I know this is not the highest way to think. The highest way to think is not to get on my phone and look what everybody else is doing, but to get on my knees and go, God, what do you have for me? That's good. I love and I love the idea of you catching yourself in the, cause I feel like us girls do, we say, well, I'm just gonna, 
And yeah. It's like, that should be like a ding, ding, ding. Wait a minute. Hold up. We need to pray. We need to get on our knees. That's so good. I love that. Yeah. And a couple of things that leaders in my life help me with just statements that can sound cliche, but they're so very true. If it's God today, it'll be God tomorrow. So there's no, I'm just gonna, because if it's God, if you'll sit on it, it'll still be a good idea when the moment passes. That's good. You know? And then the second thing is anything that I've decided I'm just going to do that I, for whatever reason, don't decide not to tell people in my life that I'm accountable to. And I try and justify it like, oh, they just don't, won't understand because they think this way. It's really me knowing they're going to check me about it. And I don't want to be checked about it because I just want to do it. I mean, that has gotten me into more trouble. <laughs> and so that's the other thing that I've, I've changed. I catch myself whenever I'm doing something and I decide not to tell somebody about it that is got that call me on the carpet status in my life. Then I red flag myself and go, Hey, Tringale, you're, you're trying to sweep this under the rug for a reason. You better stop right now and find out what that is. I did that the other day. I totally did. I was like, you know what? I was like, wait a minute. We got to tell these people. <laughs> yeah. And it's so vitally important because here's the thing. Even if you're trying to make a decision on something or, or, and maybe it's making a big step in your life, like you need people that care about you, know your heart, know your mandate, know your call to be praying with you, to be encouraging you and to call out, Hey, like these are your right. blocks. Like <laughs> that is right. So good. Yeah. So, Jen, as, as we're just kind of talking, I know that again, this has been kind of a weird shifting season this year, but it's created such neat new opportunities and new pivots for all of us to step into that we're like, oh, wow, like I've never thought of it this way. Um, yeah. What are some of the ways that you are helping people on their journey of faith and even just on timing and understanding things? Like, what are, what are you doing right now? Like, what, what are you doing? Yeah, you know, it really has. Um, it's like, I mean, on a daily basis, we're all just faced with things that can be so frustrating, you know, like really? And, you know, but I think for me, I have learned that I just, I can't stay in the frustration. I got to look a little deeper for the fresh opportunity. Yeah. And so, you know, of course, I mean, we lived our lives just doing everything in person depending on where you live, maybe you can't do that as much. And so it forces you to readjust. So like, you know, we started doing a, a lot more online, like everybody else. I mean, there's some churches that I've been their Sunday morning speaker live from my office, you know, <laughs> and, and I used to joke about that. I used to like call my staff and say, oh, I just want to stay home so bad. Can I just do this live via satellite from my, you know, room? Now I'm literally doing that. So, um, and then we started doing a lot of um, an online mentoring concept for people. And so it's just by a case by case basis. And it's not counseling, it's not life coaching, 
it's really, I just recognize that the God really just gave me a God given gift to help people sort of create strategy for whatever God's called them to do. Whether if they're in the very beginning processes of going, I don't know what that is and just helping them sift through. Sometimes you just need somebody outside to see what you can't see. And, uh, or for others, you know, that they have a concept, maybe something rolling and they're just looking for what are my next steps. So getting able, I mean, we have people from all over the country, men, women, all different ages that have been actively participating with our mentorship program. And that's been really fun. And then, you know, beyond that, I think just trying to help steady people. And that's actually, you know, what God spoke to my heart when this whole sort of way back when we were all quarantined, quarantined, you know, back in March, I just remember going, God, what do you, what do you want me to do? What can I do? And, and I just felt like God spoke to my heart and, and said something like, um, Jen, just do your part to help steady people and I will steady you. And, um, and so that's really just been my heart is helping to steady steady people and kind of go like be a voice of of peace and of strength say we're gonna get through this you know it's gonna be okay but then try and go beyond that and say here's how you can get through this that's so good and that's good thank you so much for sharing that you know i've I've loved, and I will say girls, I was a part, I did, I know I did one session with Jen where, with the mentoring thing. And it was one of those things that, and actually it was, it was the week that everything went on lockdown and I happened to be up in the woods doing a prayer retreat. And, <laughs> but it was one of those things, girls, I that was say, crazy. It was so crazy. It was wild, but I will say like, it was such an encouragement to me, you know, just, just talking with Jen and just having somebody, an outside perspective, just being able to ask some good questions and ask some, you know, insightful questions and speak truth. And so girls, I ask and just encourage you to take advantage of that. If that's something you're interested in, um, or if you feel like you need an outside perspective, that's, that's always good. So thank you for doing that. And I think you're right. The whole studying people, we just, we have to remember like, you know, Yahweh, the great I am is the unchanging one. And so he is a firm, firm foundation. Um, we want to thank you so much, Jen, for being a part of our podcast today. This has been so encouraging and, and girls, I just hope that, that y'all will listen to her words on timing and just lean into it, take some notes, re-listen. Um, just thank you so much, Jen. Oh, listen, it's just, it's been so fun. I really enjoy it. And, and I just want to say, you know, I have always loved the heart of, of waves and this place it's like a rallying point for um girls to connect and sort of find that like heart you know and just to have that voice even through the podcast in a culture that is prioritizes totally differently to have a voice like yours and what you guys do to go like okay i'm not crazy this really is a kingdom life is possible in 2020 and I can do it 
and live for God. And, and you guys have really had to pioneer this from the beginning. It's sort of out of the box. You don't see a lot of visions like uh, the Waves ministry, what you guys do, but it's so, so needed and, um, and so powerful. So I love you all. I'm behind you, cheering you on 100%. I always wanted sisters. I have three brothers. So I feel like every girl, you know, always wants, even if you have sisters, you're like, I just need this one kind of sister. And so with <laughs> waves, you know, you kind of have them. So I'm thrilled to be Good. part of the sister bunch. I wanted to tell your listeners to um, another resource that's totally free is um, not too long ago, we launched a YouTube channel that you can subscribe to, but it's got message clips on there. In fact, there's one on there on timing. Um, but it's just like bite-sized 20, 30 minute messages, totally free. Um, so if they want to go, it's just under Jen Tringale and subscribe to the YouTube channel. And hopefully that'll just be another piece that will help on the journey. That's awesome. Well, girls, we want to just continue um, encouraging you and knowing your identity and your calling and making waves for Christ in your home community and world. And as you know, this year it is a little bit different, but we are so excited. I am, I'm actually on FaceTime with Jen, but we have these amazing little Making Waves boxes that are being sent to you this year with our conference uh, videos in them, as well as curriculum and Bible studies that go along with each session. And girls, if you go to Waves Ministry or wavesgirlsconference.com, you can order your Waves Conference kit and you can do it with your small group, with your youth group, with your um, college ministry, or even if you just want to do your own personal little conference at your own house. Um, we know that that's a Available for you girls. Also, we are so excited. We have a few more weeks left on this uh, series of the podcast, and we're excited just to keep journey, journeying with you as you start making waves for Christ. We hope you have an amazing day, and thanks again, Jen. We'll see you soon. Thanks. Have a great one. Thank you for listening to the Waves Ministry Podcast. For more information about our ministry, check out our website, wavesgirlsconference.com, and our social media at Waves Girls Conference. Today, we hope you start making waves in your home, community, and world.